Good morning, guys. Welcome to another edition of Dog Sports Live. We are still uh, relishing in the national championship uh, season here for a little bit longer. Uh, I, I, you know, National Signing Day was snuck in there, but we're still thinking and celebrating our national championship at Georgia Bulldogs. Today, I've got Greg Poole and Vance Levy. Uh, these are the brains and brawn behind Bulldog Illustrated, which is uh, I'm one of the you know go-to magazines and coverage uh, that you need to to learn about the, about Georgia and stuff. So, um, and Vance is the publisher, and his wife Cherie. Uh, they also do the guide to Athens, and uh, I'm sure you've seen it in and around the classic city. Good morning, guys. Hey, Good morning, guys. Thanks, uh, thanks a bunch for having us on. Oh man, it was great. I got a sneak peek of the uh the championship magazine and it is outstanding we're going to share some images with you guys and tell you how you guys can get your copy uh greg is the photographer one of the photographers that takes many of these out i mean you know i mean if you like sports illustrated you're getting the same kind of stuff except you get all georgia on it greg is awesome and the, the writing you've got so many names that you know from uh from kevin butler to to lauren uh lauren and and uh and oh shoot jeff dancer's on there so i mean this is just awesome it is really really awesome so all right vance for anybody that doesn't know about bulldog illustrated tell us how you uh took this labor of love on for us yeah well my, my first of all my family's been in the newspaper business down on the golden isles for 120 years owned and operated the uh brunswick news which is the daily newspaper so, you know, 20 years ago, uh, I had a group of buddies. We went to about 10 Final Fours in a row, and I think it might have been our last trip because as we hit our 30s, we, it was no longer being no longer fun being in a hotel room with five guys for four nights. <laughs> but uh, I picked up this thing called Jayhawk Insider, which, of course, we were staying in the Kansas's, uh hotel in new orleans that was actually when roy lost and was heading his way to to unc the next day but anywho this thing that jayhawk insider was all about basketball and i'm like man this is we're, we're the reverse of kansas we're we're mostly football who would love to have a basketball you know steady basketball team whereas kansas is mainly all basketball trying to find that football so i brought it home and showed it to sheree and thankfully she immediately said yeah let's do it but we've got to have a social element so uh and i think that's you know even claude felton has told me from day one vance i know y'all got lots of good sports but i like to see all the people in it so uh that that sort of began uh, then I'd just gotten to know Jeff Danzler. Uh, he'd been down to talk to the Bulldog Club down here, stayed the night with us. Uh, and I was like, hey, man, I got an idea. You got the time, I got the dime. That's That was my joke to him, which wasn't even true at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then, you know, back when we started it, and I, I don't want to get too long with this, but we we – we immediately like, all right, we'll have a preview in the summer and then we'll do back then we took one of the lesser opponents off. Just, we just didn't do an issue, which quickly became odd for people, but it was more so doing it weekly. I felt like our team needed a break. Uh, 
So yeah, that's, we a, only that's a grind. That. I mean, you guys putting out a, a magazine, I mean, like, it feels like as soon as you leave the game, you guys have got to already get back to work on the next one. I mean, it's an incredible turnaround. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it. you know, Greg and all the photographers are getting all their stuff in post-game. Uh, any of the fan photos that Cherie and I have taken, you know, if we're lucky enough to have an early game, we get to go home and listen to football on the television in the background and start – processing those photos and you know on a real good night i might even get the cut lines matched to them but either way generally i'd go to sleep on a saturday night with those things at least edited ready for me to wake up sunday and then yeah it's it's basically 8 a.m till we get it done uh you know anywhere from 7 p.m sunday till on a bad night 11 or midnight so i guess i was gonna drop this question in later but it seems good time to ask it so after we win so are you able to celebrate or are you already thinking about putting together this this magazine this championship edition and, and i mean for me when i was in there looking at it i felt like I don't, maybe i've maybe i gotta take a step back from trying to crunch numbers and and enjoy this a little bit because it took me a couple of days to let this this win soak in and and be realized what was it like in those final minutes when you realized what was ahead of you guys <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a good joke. Uh, the next morning in our hotel room, I went down to get Cherie me a, a latte and uh, some friends were down there and I was like, holy cow, I, we've got to do another one of these and it's got to be really good. <laughs> and so we all just kind of laughed it off. Uh, but I, as I wrote in my editors, I, I made the decision to not rush what it needed to be and because I felt like if I did, you know, it would be hurried. Uh, so really, you know, on the plane back that morning, I sort of scratched some ideas and then, but it wasn't till, gosh, Thursday uh, that I, I had a kind of a outline for not only our sales efforts, but also kind of what the content would begin to look like. And to get back to your question, Sheree and I are going on a little trip tomorrow for a few days because she also had her big uh, Southern Entrepreneur Conference, which was last week, three days. The very, literally, they were starting it at one o'clock on a Wednesday, and that's when that BI was going live. So <laughs> we've been wearing lots of hats. So I think it's it'll be in these next, towards the end of the week when we're chilling, that I'm really going to really, it's going to seek in that we actually want it all. What do you think, Greg? Have you fully digested it? I guess not really. The, uh, the, the, it's really busy, Josh, on the sideline. As a photographer, I'm busy. You know, yeah, trying. I'm actually showing some of these pictures. These are Greg's awesome pictures that you're going to see in this magazine. I just couldn't not stop watching, uh, looking at them this weekend. Go, yeah. Just, what is it like on the sidelines? And yeah, you talk about yeah. you're working and trying to enjoy it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. One of the hardest things for me is when something's going on in the field to keep my eye in the lens and not. <laughs> I want to look up and watch the play, you know, because through the lens it's a lot different. Uh, just an example. The, uh, the the interception by Ringo that, that sealed the game, uh, Rob Say got a great shot of that. And my my angle to the to the interception when he actually caught the ball was blocked by players on the field. So 
you have that issue. It depends on where you are, you know, and so you're always working to try to try to get a clear shot of what's going on, but it's not always possible. You're talking about when the when I first thought about winning the championship and when it was was uh, when they were wheeling the, the the viewing platforms for the celebration out onto the field there was really a little bit of downtime then and uh, standing next to me for a moment was a, a student photographer for UGA and uh, she was crying <laughs> and she was that happy you know she was and it did, that's when it struck me that they just won the national championship. You know, it was the first time I really thought about anything other than what was going on inside the camera. Yeah. Um, is there one that wasn't in the national championship game or any images that you felt like were just absolutely one of your favorites this season? I mean, there's a zillion of them in this, in this yeah. game alone. Yeah. But I, I sent mean, you, you, I sent you the picture of Perkins. I meant Perkins. Pickens uh, yeah. catch, catching that pass in the first half. It, that was probably my best photo of the of the game. It's just one of those situations where he was right in front of me. He was a perfect number of yards out from me. And I got the whole sequence yeah. from – but the first one, he's looking back for the ball, you know, over his yeah. shoulder. But the ball was cut. I cut the ball off about halfway, so that one wasn't that great. And so as you go through the sequence, the one that, that I sent you is the one that – everything came together at the right time. I, I can't imagine. I mean, like the, you know, I actually am a focus puller in, in movies by trade and mm -hmm. that's my job. I have one job when the cameras are rolling and it's to keep stuff in focus. I don't know how in the world you guys do this stuff. And it's cause that, that image there is sharp as a tack and it's what you're probably what three, 400 millimeters. Uh, it's 400 millimeters and about 40 yards, I guess. Yeah. That's, yeah. it's beautiful work. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, Vance, you've been, you're not only a publisher, but you're also part of the, the credentialed media that covers the, uh, the Bulldogs. I mean, you've been there. I've, we've heard your questions since, you know, post G day all the way through fall camp and this season, um, anything that jumps out at you from getting to talk to the, some of the staff and the players that, that just what seemed like they were on a mission. They were all on the same page, which is what it takes. Any, any notes or stories that you can share with us from, from those days? Yeah. I mean, I, I've gone back to it several times, but uh, I think, you know, the early Kirby had a press conference in March of last year. And it was kind of like, I guess it was by default, it was kind of a pre, Hey, spring practice is going to start. Uh, but that's when he started, you know, and I remember writing it down. He's, he started talking about stuff like, uh, what's my why? And, like, I wrote it down, and I was like, does he mean why as, like, chromosome why? <laughs> <laughs> because, it was, you know, from Kirby, it was a little bit, you know, but it was all part of what, you know, they hired a specific, you know, a person to kind of help. Yeah, there's skull team. sessions, right? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, but that was the beginning of it. And I, I'll say from that point forward, and I, I give a lot of credit to the year before, I think Kirby with the media because of Zoom was really beneficial for all of us. Uh, I think he, you know, he, 
he's like any coach. He can get a little testy. So my, my joke was, well, now that he's not in the room with those guys and <laughs> just got off the hot practice field and they're, they're basically trying to get in what they need to get in. Sometimes there's some zingers. The fact that he can no longer like physically want to kill them, I, I think it helped. <laughs> and wouldn't you agree, Greg, that, I mean, yeah. Kirby, was, this last year, I think that was part of his own uh, growth process was to have a, a wee bit more patience with the media. And I, I think technology and Zoom <laughs> – not physically being in there, like I said, after being on the field for two and a half hours, I, I think it helped everything. I agree. Yeah. The the patients may wear a little thin on a press conference after a practice when he's in the summer, especially when it's about 110 degrees. But yeah. Yeah, it was, I, I think you're right. I mean, it seemed like the answers were much more like, relaxed and comfortable like maybe I, I don't know I, I listened to a lot of the press conferences so you you might be on to something I I think the the stand, the traditional media probably hated the zooms but I I don't know you know it didn't I think it's proven it to, to a lot of people you don't have to be face to face sometimes you have an important meeting get done and get get, get done what you got to get uh, yeah, out and there. Then I think the a couple of days later after this march I was talking about we got Lewis scene was one of the one of the people we've got, and we had at that point, we hadn't talked much to him. I'm pretty sure about that. So, you know, at this point, Blank said, Hey, Louis, what's your why? <laughs> and suddenly you realize that that guy is a very deep, cerebral dude. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think he has a, a kid, a young child. Uh, so suddenly, you know, it, it kind of, made you realize that what they were doing, getting to know each other deeper was working because his answer to that question was like, blew me away. You know, he, of course he had to get his hair out of his face to answer <laughs> you. <laughs> but, you know, suddenly you're like, hey, that, that, that there's, and I think that was the point of all of what Kirby and the whole team was doing was to get themselves sort of out of, you know, we're just football players trying to win games. We're a, we're a big family, and the more we know and the more we're connected, the results are are going to be better. So, I mean, in the end, that was our final cover headline was 2021 connected because in the end, we, we all connected and we won a title. So, mm -hmm. I, in my opinion, that was an easy cover a, we got the year in, and B, we got the connected element that was so instrumental in the process of winning this year's national championship. Yeah, it is. It's right there in the, the cover of the edition that I'm just showing everybody and, and showing this beautiful work. It's over 160 pages of coverage, analysis, and pictures. I mean, and you guys cranked this bad boy out in just under a month. So, uh, it, actually, it was ten days. Ten days. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess the publisher took took their sweet time. But yeah, it's available. You, I've got it uh, on the info over this YouTube heading. Go to bulldogillustrated.com. You can find details there. I'm sure. Uh, you know, it's on the Twitter. Every wherever you need this, because you gotta have it. So tell us, tell us more about where folks can get this this edition and and uh, and and how and. Tell us more about it because it's awesome. Yeah, well, you know, we, we've always delivered BI in our three primary markets uh, for, you know, just complimentary pickup, uh, Athens, Macon, and the Golden Isles. Uh, 
says St. Simon's Brunswick. Unfortunately, the ones we put out last week, I'm already here and they're gone. Oh, I'm sure. And and we knew, we hope people were were kind to their neighbor and didn't take the whole stack. But, (laughs) you you know, there's really no way we could control what, you know, the, the public is doing. So that's when we decided, well, let's hold some back and offer them for sale. Uh, and the easiest way is that link. Uh, we're offering them as singles or people can save a little bit more money buying them as, in a five pack and a 10 pack. That's awesome. And how, how much are they? Uh, 30, Greg Poole had this awesome <laughs> idea. Uh, we, we floated everything from 34 to Herschel to 41 for the 41 years. And then he nailed it. $33 and 18 cents gets you a, one and then i'd already kind of come up with again playing around with the 21 121 dollars gets you a five pack so you know that's probably eight dollars off of that you know so yeah go in with your buddies you can save a little money and then then the 10 pack which that comes in at like 221 so you're only paying 21 bucks so Mm -hmm. you know it's really awesome greg um you were a one of the reasons this is, magazine looks so great. What are some of the any, any sideline stories you, you talked about getting that shot of of Pickens and stuff? Anything else from that celebration? I mean, like I was I was asking you before we got on. It's got to be hard. I mean, you're a lifelong Georgia fan. You've been blog one of the original bloggers with the le- leather helmet blog. So you've been around this program. You're definitely cheering for him. Uh, what, tell me about the celebration. What was it like being down there on the field? It was really great after they they let us go. What happened? What happened was it. They always do this at, uh, at at these national games that they bring out a platform, a multi tiered platform for for photographers to stand on and shoot the ceremony over the heads of the players who are right in front of the of Smart and the trophy and all that. Well, we're up on this one. There were two out there. I'm on one of them. It broke. <laughs> The wheel fell off the on the right side, and the photographers who were over that way were jumping off the thing with, to keep from falling off. With, of course, with their cameras and gear and stuff. So, got off that and and uh, then tried to shoot from ground level at the ceremony. But then they finally just gave up. The security gave up and just let us go. So we were able to mix in with the players, and they were all smoking cigars and you know, coming and asking you to take their picture, <laughs> which is, is not their usual stance. And um, so it was, it was really just wild and it was great. It was a true celebration in any sense that you can call it. It was really nice. And, and uh, the players were, I don't know, they just seemed fulfilled if that's, you know, this is, this is what we worked for. This is, and we did it, you know, yeah, I mean, after I mean, they came in with that chip on the shoulder after the SEC championship. You could tell mm-hmm. that their I don't know if their ego was damaged or what, or you know, that game seemed to be the thank goodness the outlier in this season because that was not the same Bulldogs team that we had seen for the twelve games before that, and certainly came out in the Orange Bowl and looked like the Georgia team we knew. So yeah, I mean, what's what's amazing is you know you, you know you hear from ESPN announcers to anybody that was at the game of Georgia fans just literally openly weeping at the at at the when we finally got this done 
Um, I, I, I get the sense that, yeah, the players know that, but they were there for themselves and then each other. And I just, I mean, some of these pictures you got, that certainly comes across and, and, you know, I just, Kirby's got such a great program in terms of making these football players, young men, and, and that we can be proud of as university of Georgia fans and stuff. So it's just, it's just really awesome. And this magazine certainly captures out the celebrations from the, and the fans that went there. It was just really great really great work and i would please check this cop get a copy of this for yourself you'll be looking at this for years and years to come well it's- josh i got a good story from being in the bleachers with the fans uh a, a banker friend of mine his da- granddaughter happened to be sitting right next to me and to say she you know the 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 officiating officiating that seemed to go in alabama's favor as usual uh <laughs> This young lady was beside herself when, you know, the, the Stetson, although I, when I look at it, I think they may have gotten that crazy sequence of events right. I mean, yeah, it's I think they hard did to believe that a fumble could go 15 yards forward, but I think it did because <laughs> it was out of Stetson's hand and then his arm projected it forward. And the fact that that, Alabama guy just casually brings it in with one arm. I was completely cool, calm, and uh, collected that entire sequence, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) So so this little girl, she completely lost it there. I mean, mean, like screeching to a point that her dad had to like kind of say, okay, that we got (laughs) it. So I look at her and I was like, it's going to be all right. I'm telling you, it's going to be all right. And, Uh, you know, thankfully it was. And, she she and her dad and brother, I guess it was, you know, took a photo of them, you know, number one. And you know, I, I laughed. Never I in doubt. Well, <laughs> Never well, in only doubt. those in that little section know how 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 unglued she was there for a minute. <laughs> Josh, I don't I don't remember if it was the play that Vance was talking about or not, but there had been several calls in the first half that Georgia fans disagreed with, to put it mildly. But at, at one point, and I think it might have been this play that Vance was talking about, I'm in the end zone, and first a, a beer can comes right over my head, turning like this and spraying beer everywhere, lands in the end zone. And, uh, of course, my camera gets beer on it, and I'm freaking out. So I move up against the, back up against the retaining wall so that when the subsequent beer cans started coming in, there were a bunch of them. That's a pro move right there. <laughs> I'm hoping that they don't hit me as much. At least that wall maybe will block some of it off. I still got some, but that was, uh, that was pretty shocking to me. I'd never seen uh, Georgia fans get that uh, – excited maybe uh about a about a rest call i've heard plenty of booze but i've never seen stuff thrown on the field it was a little scary it's, at the time because you yeah, didn't know it's what hard was to coming. throw ziploc baggies full of crown royal too yeah. they don't really travel as far so <laughs> and why on earth they sold beer in cans is beyond that moment collectively i mean as a georgia fan you were once again thinking this is happening to us again. The calls yeah. are, you know, and, and when you look back, some of the, you know, Georgia had a lot of penalties that were penalties. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but I think as when, when you're in that, when you were there and you know the past, you know, the, the, the block yeah. punt that 
the call that that game probably would have gotten wide open had that mm. call been correct. We probably won the title that year. I'm sorry. I believe that. Oh, absolutely. You know, that was, that was a game changer. I'm not sure Tua finishes the game. Exactly. Mm. Uh, so it, for, for the Georgia fans to do that, it wasn't shocking because you really <laughs> did feel like, holy cow, uh, they're going to take this. But I will, getting back to – and I. I haven't had much time to talk about the game, but getting back to Greg's photo of Pickens, you know, that was really Alabama's only break they got of the game because if that ball is thrown in stride, that's a touchdown. That's a TD, yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, of course, we only got three there, but Georgia finally got breaks in that game. You know, there was – I mean, Mm -hmm. give Bryce Young – I mean, he put some balls that probably should have been caught that – could have gone the other way. Uh, so, you know, I'd like to remind everybody that, that for once, you know, for 41 years, we haven't gotten any calls. We hadn't gotten any breaks. <laughs> <laughs> that game, we got breaks, which yeah. helped the outcome. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like you kind of maybe make your own breaks. But maybe what's this, this defense mm. was definitely a, a game changer. And they never considered themselves out of it. They, you know, they were ready to to battle back and uh, to end it, to start the year with a pick six and end it with a pick six, I I think is, is something we're going to remember. And, you know, sort of anecdote that we're going to remember about this team for a long, long time. And I mean, the whole Alabama to 18 points, nobody would have thought that was even possible. Yeah. I, you know, I had the number of 25 was the game. I thought that Kirby needed to, to beat Alabama and held them to 25, but yeah, to hold them to 18 and, yeah, we got after him the whole time, and and they weren't 100, percent but no team's 100, percent you know, yeah. and um, you know, so we're not going to talk about the two guys that weren't there because there were a lot of te- guys that were on the field that got it done for us. Yeah. All right, uh, Vance, you tell me that you're going on vacation and well deserved break, but Bulldog Nation never really rests. We're already freaking out about transfer portals and national signing days and before we know it g days around the corner we can't really think about basketball too much right now what is uh what is next for you guys in terms of uh the football program and what can uh when we when are you getting back to it because we want to we want another two deep quick yeah i mean like you said if this year going you know here we are february 7th and we're still talking about the 2021 it, it definitely tells you that it never stops now uh <laughs> Oh, Greg yeah. and I were on a call yesterday, and you know, I was like, "Are we sure we can do this every year?" He's like, "Well, <laughs> it looks like we're going to be in the hunt, you know." And yeah. I, think, I think what's next is, uh, you know, Stetson coming back. You know, I, I, I love it. I mean, immediately our offense has stability. Uh, I mean, what, what's not like to have that much experience come back? That hopefully this year. The offense is going to carry, you know, that, you know, young, you know, defense. We got a lot of holes. You know, we're going to be like Alabama was this past year where remarkably they got all the way back to the championship game despite losing all those Mm -hmm. amazing players to the NFL, a lot of them offensively. Uh, You know, that's that's, that's the goal. Uh, Yeah. you know, if you look at the Georgia schedule, it, it's just like 2021. Uh, again, we've never gotten breaks in 41 years, but the 2021 and the 2022 schedules, <laughs> to me, those, those are mighty nice. <laughs> you, know, yep. you know, 
still not having to play Ole Miss, not having to play Alabama, LSU. Uh, so it's – and who am I missing? A&M. So yeah. during, the, during the regular season. Yeah, so but Georgia ain't it. played nobody, Paul, as they say. So. <laughs> hey. I mean, you hey. play who's on your schedule. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Clemson's had an easier path for a decade, so uh, mm-hmm. I, you're not going to get any sympathy out of me. Um, Greg, anything, any other stories? And, and again, be sure to go to BulldogIllustrated.com. Check the uh, the description. We've got the link direct to order this copy of Bulldog Illustrated, which is, again, just get it, guys. You're going to want to have it. If you don't get it, you're going to see it at your friend's house, and you're going to, like, you know, wish you had it. Um, Greg, take us out of here. Any anything else you can tell us about? Maybe something in, from this season, or maybe looking forward to uh, our spring. Yeah, well, you know, in about a month they're going to start spring practice. We don't know the exact dates yet, but uh, sometime mid uh, March for sure. So start putting that team back together again. You know, um, and of course, spring is also going to be the time where we learn, or at least toward the end of spring who's going to be around in terms of somebody's got a transfer. I understand right now that uh, just from reading on the Georgia web, that they are probably over in terms of commitments over the scholarship number. So you're going to have uh, some people drop out with the transfer uh, af- probably after spring. And, uh, but, but immediately uh, my focus changes to, uh, uh, ba- to spring sports, basketball, yeah. baseball, softball yeah Yeah, and and you guys cover it all every sport that they have georgia uh bulldog illustrated is on it from tennis to the baseball team basketball team and every day they've got content and coverage and you know so be sure to check out bulldogillustrated.com for all of that and yeah we're baseball teams gonna try to recapture some of the magic that was lost in that covid year i feel like yeah they got them all back so yeah yeah and josh if i can just give greg i mean He's 74, and he's out there in knee pads at a basketball game shooting away, men and women. I mean, he, he's a stud. Yeah, he's a pro, as they, as they say. And if I can just say one, like, one thing we didn't mention is this issue is hardbound, or it's not a hardback, but it's what's called perfect bound. So, uh, yeah. Like you were saying, Josh, it, it's going to hold up. You know, normally during the season we're staple, we're held together staple because that's the only way we can have it on the end of the printer on a Sunday and out on the streets on a Tuesday. This process took another eight days, but and you know, as I said, I wanted to wait a few days. That's one of the in deciding what this needed to be. That was one of the things I came up with. I was like. I need to get a price to see how much more it costs to make this really a true keepsake. And, you know, and then somebody at Walton press, you know, would be remiss not to say thank you to them. Cause most, most printers out there are not letting your files come in at 1130 on a Sunday and have you a glossy product ready to pick up at 7 AM on Tuesday. And they, they pulled this off in record time. I mean, eight days from, yeah. I got my files to him at 3.30 on a Tuesday, and we were picking it up uh, eight days later. So uh, it, it just means more. It just means more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us, guys. Please check it out, bulldogillustrated.com. You can check the link uh, on the description of the YouTube, and you will take right to the order page. Thank you, guys. And uh, once Thank again, you. go dogs.
Thank you. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>